welcome to Super Thwack Podcast episode seven. Seven. Jeez. Um, I'm Anthony Stevens. Damian Leva. And once again, no Nate. Yeah, no Nate here again. <laughs> but we're back in the uh, OG setting. Yes. And we got more. our good audio back too. Yes. So the podcast will maybe more easily go on to SoundCloud. I know we haven't had the easiest time dealing with that lately. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but to start with, um, I was jumping up and down like a girl this week. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Matt Reeves took to Twitter and posted a 57 second video. Uh, yeah, almost a minute long test footage. Yeah. Showing uh, who? Bobby Batts. Yeah. Robert Pattinson as in, in the bat suit. And it is, I think it's fantastic. Yep, I think so too. It looks like a combination of a bunch of different bat suits. Mm-hmm. Um, you almost have like the Batman Noel or like Gotham Gaslight collar. Yeah. Um, That's what I noticed first. Yeah. Like, I, I, the, the first thing I noticed when it was like panning up, well, mm-hmm. A, it was a super dark video. I had to turn the brightness on my phone like yeah. all the way up. <laughs> yeah. In the dark, like yeah. it was not working for me, um, but the, you start panning up and you get like the chest plates and it looks straight metal. It looks like yeah. a suit of armor almost. Like, like see, like you, like you probably built it himself. Yeah. yeah, it looks very, oh, like kind of grungy and like handmade, but it looks like also sort of along the lines of like Arkham Knight mm-hmm. style build. Mm-hmm. And then that bat symbol caught my eye immediately. It yep. looks... Looks detachable. Detachable. It looks... A, a lot of the theories going around are they're kind of going the uh, route they went with Detective Comics 1000 when Kevin Smith uh, wrote that he took the, uh, the the gun that killed his parents and melted it down and everything into the bat symbol. And, like, the quote of it's kind of cool because it's, like, the... Uh, the Met the metal that broke my heart when I was a kid is protecting it as an adult. I was like, it's kind of cool. It's super cheesy too. Yeah, but like, that's cool. It's kind of a cool little line. Um, it it looks like it could potentially be made from that, but it it also looks like you could honestly almost split it in two and use it as like hand to hand combat with yeah. like knives, mm-hmm. or it could just be like a detachable battery. Yeah. So there's a lot just to go off of with. The chest plate. Yeah. So. <laughs> a lot of detail. Yeah. And then I, I didn't really, like, the cowl looks good, but mm-hmm. you don't really see the ears too much um, because of, like, the shading of the video. Even with the brightness, like, all the way up. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think it cuts off, like, right about here. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there's still a lot to see as far as all this goes, but, like, that jawline is perfect for Batman. So yeah. So that is off the gate, like, perfect. The jawline, and then on the cowl too, you can see the stitching mm-hmm. and stuff. Like it, this, since it's like um, the rumor is that it's gonna be like year two of him being Batman, so this is probably the suit that he made himself. I'm yeah. sure. Oh, I'm sure. And then yeah. you have to assume that down the road he'll probably think about bringing in people like Lucius Fox to get yeah. their suits and stuff like yeah. that. So ultimately, it just makes me that much more excited for this series of movies mm-hmm. and. The fact that Matt Reeves seems excited enough to sit here and constantly post things uh, gets me that much more excited because 
like even the composers and stuff like you find you got your first little snippet in that video of the score of the score and that's what everyone's assuming the uh new Batman like theme will be and it, yeah so. it sounds it sounds like intimidating mm -hmm. and it sounds like epic at the same time yeah yeah it it there there's a lot to go off of with just the suit that tells the story yeah um it I'm definitely excited to see where uh where they go with the story and like he he looks just based off of the pictures he looks like like he's almost like not not given up but just like like dead inside yeah and the red lighting too kind of yeah. like sets it that way too yeah and here's so. a picture i'll put this picture up on the screen but this is like somebody drew what the ears could look like okay cow. i'd be good i'd be good with that yeah i mean there are so many different ways you can go with Batman, mm. like, even just the the ears, because you have the long Halloween where they're, like, six inches, yeah. <laughs> and then you have, like, Dark Knight where they're maybe there. Yeah, and then, and then Ben Affleck's are like, yeah, a bit stronger. Yeah. <laughs> um, there is so much artistically that you can do with just a Batman suit. Yeah. It gets me excited. It also makes me even more excited for the future if they bring in, like, a Robin, or even to see what Catwoman suit's gonna look like. Yeah, I, fe I almost feel like it's gonna be similar to Michelle Pfeiffer's costume in a way. Not as, like, stitched up, but mm. kind of, like, in that same realm. I'd be happy with that, because I, I watched her... She was on Hot Ones this week. Okay, yeah. And I watched that, and uh, she she said she got... She was already in the suit and everything, and, like, nice. she, she really enjoyed it, and she thought it was badass. So, I'll take her word for it for now. Yeah. Um... The one I'm worried about still is Penguin. I, I'm, I'm not too, too worried. A, because Colin Farrell has a real accent. True. So, I, I honestly kind of want them to let him keep the Irish accent mm -hmm. for the movie. Um, no telling, because he is good at twisting his voice. Yeah. Um, even if he were to do a Cockney accent, which fits Penguin the best, um, I'd be happy with that. But... Visually, I'm ha I'm happy that they're thinking about doing something different, mm -hmm. and they're not trying to copy Danny DeVito. Yeah, be for more sure. original. Right. So that'd be the easy thing to do. Yeah, because like so. it, it almost seems like they're sort of going the way of uh, I don't know if you ever played the Batman Telltale video games. Uh no. He's a much skinnier version. Okay. So I think I actually had it on the Switch. I, I played the yeah. first season of it, and I still haven't touched. it. I bought the second one, I still haven't touched it. Oh dang! It's so hard, dude find the time to get into those, like, choose-your-own-adventure games. Right. Um, and then they did come out with, uh, you showed me this right before we started, some uh, on-set photos mm -hmm. of some, like, they look like small-time baddies, like uh, like little, yeah. like, gang members or something. Yeah. But the face paint kind of throws you off and makes you wonder who they would be associated with. Yeah, because they're, like, all white, black around the eyes, different designs like that. And maybe we could throw the picture up. For yeah, I'll throw the picture up on there too. But yeah, um, it's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, no, it's definitely definitely not what I would expect because the confirmed villains so far that I remember at least are Riddler and Penguin. Riddler and Penguin, yeah. And are, are there any others? Or is, I think that's it, right? I think that's all we've confirmed so far. Okay. Yeah. I would really be happy if they were to do another villain and not really, uh, like show casting or anything just leave it as a surprise for the movie like yeah i love when movies can do that because it is so hard to pull off with shooting outside because like, like this yeah <laughs> but then you have to figure out how to explain scenes like that so there's a lot 
there's a lot of uh, give and take with these movies where you want to you wanna show is enough to get people excited to come to the movie, which I think they've done for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is for other people because not everyone's stalking Matt Reeves' Twitter right. or anything like that. And like, but, all, I don't know, all this stuff is still like all reminding me of Arkham. Yeah. And visually, I will say, like, what the guys are wearing even reminds me of the Arkham mm-hmm. games because, like, the way they, like, swarm whoever they're going after and everything, like, it yep. looks very reminiscent of that, Yeah, so. I wouldn't be surprised if he kind of went that way. Yeah. No, it would be super interesting to see what they could do in that sort of world. Yeah. So. That or the, uh, the Long Halloween, because isn't that storyline is, um, he's basically interviewing all his villains and stuff to solve a murder or something, right? I believe so. It, it, it's sort of along the lines of, like, the way they did Arkham Asylum. Okay. Where it's, like, a bunch of his villains. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Um. But, like, Arkham Asylum's more like him going after all of his villains and putting right. them back in their cells and stuff. Whereas, Long Halloween, I think, is, yeah, him, like, trying to solve a specific crime that he suspects, like, pretty much each one of his villains mm-hmm. of and has to go, like, door-to-door breaking shit up. <laughs> yeah, because he, he can go either one of those yeah. ways. Or it could be completely something different, so. I, I'd be happy with either that or, like... I think the one thing they haven't done enough with Penguin is kind of show him, like, running the Iceberg Lounge. Yeah. And kind of have that as, like, a seedy, like, underbelly. Mm Mm-hmm. What I would like them to do is kind of throw a little bit of a left turn in this series and keep Paul Dano as the Riddler. Maybe have him get, like, super jacked up at the end of this movie. Okay. And then have him kind of disappear for the second one. And come back as Hush for the third one. Oh, yeah. I think that would be an interesting way to go, especially because there are two ways you can go with Hush. You can either go the Thomas Elliott route, mm-hmm. or you can go with uh, Edward Nygma. Or, yeah. Uh, they're naming him in this movie Edward Nashton, right? Yeah. Okay. So, either way. Was he Hush? Excited. So, really? it, in the... Uh, I don't know if it's just for the animated movie I watched, but I'm pretty sure, like... He tricked everyone into thinking... Because Hush is originally Thomas Elliot. Okay, yeah. But uh, he tricked everyone into thinking that Thomas Elliot was running around... Or tricked Batman into thinking Thomas Elliot was running around and everything. And then okay. revealed himself to be Hush. Okay. Um, they have that on the uh, DC Universe app if you watch that. It's uh, the Batman Hush movie. Okay. Um, that, that was really good. And it's like... Obviously, it's kind of a spoiled thing now. But... It was really good, like, subversion. Like, you're honestly sitting there guessing all the way up until they reveal it. Now here, I kind of, when I was looking at these villains, like, he kind of looks, not like all the way, but these guys with the masks and stuff. Okay. I mean, it could be, like, just the opposite or something. Could just be, like, his henchmen. Yeah. Or it could look, it also could almost literally just be, like, an unaffiliated group of, like, gangbangers. Yeah. For sure. So there, there are a bunch of different ways they can go with that, but either way, they have my money. Like I'll probably, oh, yeah. I'll probably watch it like four or five times, like before it's out yeah, of theaters. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm almost positive it's gonna be good. I don't, I don't really see how it can be bad, but you never know. I don't think uh, Robert Pattinson would sign on for something he didn't believe in anymore. I think he has that right power to do because he has enough money left over from the movies he hated doing, mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Now he pretty much does does passion product. 
projects. And at and the same time, like I feel like Tom Hardy was that way too. Like he was very choose like mm-hmm. picky, but then he did Venom. So, so I think there was a lot of promises made to him. Possibly, yeah. And then as soon as it started not going the studio's way, they completely changed things on him. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of empty parts of that movie. There is. Um, and the whole Spider-Man missing because of the negotiations with uh, Marvel yeah, kind of screwed the movie. They could have waited. Oh, yeah. They, they definitely could have waited. And they should have waited a little bit. I still enjoyed it. Yeah. But it could have been a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I don't know how I would want the symbiote to look, but it looked almost too plasticky in the movie. It did. He's like super like, Yeah, I did. Yeah, it, like you could like, I'm not stupid. I know that everything I watch pretty much is digitally altered. Yeah. But you had to make I, it look like it's not. Yeah, you gotta like make me sus- suspension of disbelief. Yeah. Like, otherwise, it's hard to get invested. If I'm constantly sitting there thinking, man, like. I think someone can do better with just like Adobe on their yeah. computer than. That's how Gemini Man was. I don't know if you saw that. No, I honestly like. As much as I wanted to, like. Have hope for that movie. It felt doomed from the first trailer. Yeah. So. Yeah, because there's a scene where. Will Smith is chasing his younger self on... They're both on dirt bikes. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is CG. Like, they couldn't get, like, actual stuntmen to drive these dirt bikes. It was all CG. And it was noticeable as fuck. Okay. Yeah. What? I think choosing practical effects whenever you can is the way to yeah. go. Yeah. And that, that was a situation where they could have. Mm-hmm. And, it, like, yeah. It's a matter of using people or plastering them and yeah it it, it it doesn't look right and it takes you out of the movie even yeah. if it's for a brief the briefest second mm-hmm. like perfect example well like we'll jump on to our next uh topic real quick because we're going to talk about sonic mm-hmm. but nobody wanted to watch it yep. because it looked a creepy and b way too different from the original sonic and like that's saying a lot because sonic was originally 2d and you just sides yeah back and forth mm-hmm. But the whole fact where he had two separate eyes was creepy to people. Yeah. The fact that he had human teeth, like, it threw a lot of people off. And he looked too, like, tall. Yeah. His legs were, like, long. It was weird. And now, I think they found the right proportions and everything. Yeah. And, uh, and you use the original face, even from the video games and everything. Like, it looks better. Yeah. It, it looks like Sonic. It doesn't... It's not nightmare fuel. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, while it's not exactly practical effects like we were talking about it's you look at the first one you look at the second one there are many more smart choices and smoother choices made with the second one and at the same time too sonic you already know it's not a real thing so it's easier to deal with yeah you're already suspending your disbelief if you buy it yeah so at that point as long (laughs) as long as it doesn't look like something you're scared of while you're watching the movie you can at least sit there and enjoy it Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so far I think it's been doing decently, I guess, critically with 60% on Rotten Tomatoes, which and, is fresh. Yes. And the I think the audience score is the more surprising thing, though. Yeah. Because it got, what is it, 95? 95%. So, obviously critics... Are critics. Yes, and when it comes to animated movies, I don't feel like too many animated movies really get that high up there critically. Yeah, because, it's hard to do. Yeah. People just want to sit there and... 
be snobs. And yeah, I understand. Especially with it being a video game movie, too, because that track record's not that great. Oh, yeah. Literally, like, I love video games. Mm -hmm. Love movies. And I think we've said this on another podcast. I don't, like, they, historically speaking, they haven't meshed well together. No. Mortal, the first Mortal Kombat movie, though, I will stand by. Maybe it's just because of when I was young, <laughs> I loved that movie. Yeah, I've watched that a bunch of times. That oh. one and the second one. The second one was shit, but... Yeah, I was going to say, Armageddon wasn't yeah. that good. <laughs> but I watched the shit out of that movie. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> and it, honestly, it was. It took me until I grew up and got older to realize, wow, Armageddon was not as good as no. I remember as a kid. Um, but and I think the one that's done like the best, at least financially, is Rampage. I think that's the one that's oh, done the best financially. It's because you put the rock in it, though. Yeah, that's the only reason why. <laughs> I mean, other than that, like, I honestly, I I have it. I purchased it and everything. I think I watched the first 30 minutes and I fell asleep because I was just a long day of work and everything. Um, I need to sit down again and try. <laughs> uh, but you put the right name behind anything and it's going to do well. Mm -hmm. Even if it doesn't look fantastic. Yeah. Um, Sadly, because yeah. you can have a fantastic movie that doesn't look great that bombs. Yep, a lot of good movies right bomb. Yeah, and Tomb Raider did that do decently, like critically I, or criti critically? Critically, I think it did okay. I think okay. it had to be above sixty, okay. not not much. Personally, I think the new Tomb Raider was one of the best ones as far as you're going, like translating like the new video games to a script. Yeah, for a movie, I think they did fantastic. Um. It is a 52%. Oh, so yeah. I was a little off, but I mean, for a video game movie, that's not bad. <laughs> right. Um, Onion score is not hot either. That's actually surprising. Like, I went with my dad. Me and my dad both loved it. Mm -hmm. um, it. The action felt real, and there's a scene, like, literally from the game where she gets, like, an arrow through her stomach. Oh. And, like, has to get it out and everything, and it felt super brutal, like, Really? It felt like it did in the game. Like I was like, oh, nice. like, I cringed. <laughs> nice. Um, anytime a movie can make me do, a, a video game movie can make me do that, I'll at least give them a couple extra points. Okay. Um, and they're actually projected to have a pretty good opening this weekend too. So. Yeah, it's gonna hit fifty-seven million and projected like sixty-five or something like that. Yeah. So, which is like double Birds of Prey's hauling. I, I still haven't watched it. I need to, but that does make me kind of sad. Yeah. They just, and they even changed the name of it on ticket websites and stuff. And that's the other thing about that that irritates me is why wouldn't they have just called it Harley Quinn to begin with? Because it wasn't the first part movie. It really that. isn't because of what they're in there for like 10 minutes. Like uh, accumulated like yeah, you, screen time that way. Yeah, it was a fucking Harley, it was a Harley Quinn movie. Yeah, it's so. Market it as such. And the, 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 the dumber part, as I stutter, is uh, that, that's technically the third name change for that movie. Because it started out really? as just Birds of Prey. Oh, okay. Then it was Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Yeah. And now it's just Harley Quinn. Birds of Prey. <laughs> so, I, I don't get, if you have a name like that in the movie that you know already does money. Yeah. Why are you not going to put that at the front? Yeah, that's the only reason why they made the movie in the first yeah. place. Because of her and the Suicide Squad. Otherwise, I would love to see a like, solo Birds of Prey movie, but yeah. if you have to add that subtitle at the end, it, especially if it's not a sequel, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And just, I don't know, the whole, the movie, I liked it, it was good, but it still felt kind of out of place. Like, I don't know why they made it. Like I said, well, I guess the only reason is because of the Harley Quinn, but name, but that's it. Well, yeah, and it, 
doesn't really doesn't really answer any questions about the Joker. No. <laughs> I mean, but it doesn't. It, so it doesn't like mean that Jared Leto has no chance of coming back. Cause that's all I want. <laughs> There's no mention of anything like that. It's just I, I, I don't know. I feel like they put used black mask to kind of fill that void a little bit. I heard his acting in that movie was really good. Yeah, he was good in it. Okay. But like the character itself, the way they used him was almost like they were just putting him in like Joker's place almost. Which is in it feels way. lazy. Yeah. In truth. Yeah. Because and once you see it, you'll you'll I'm sure you'll get that too. <sighs> I mean, it it just upsets me because if you're gonna do like as a DC fanboy, mm -hmm. I believe that there are two things that make me not want to do just like a straight reboot. Mm -hmm. It's Wonder Woman. And Aquaman. Yeah. Well, and Man of Steel, if I'm being honest. But. And a Suicide Squad now. The Suicide yeah, Squad. Yeah, the Suicide Squad is an exception. Yeah. But, other than that, like, they've had way too many missteps where it's like, I, I would love a Birds of Prey movie with Harley Quinn even, but I almost want it to just be rebooted to where it's detached from the Suicide Squad. Where if anything that's attached to Suicide Squad, the original Suicide Squad, feels dirty. It doesn't feel like it should belong, and I really hope they find a way, if they don't reboot, to do, like, basically Flashpoint. Okay. Excuse me. In the Wonder Woman 1984 movie. Yeah. Um, you, you, um, you still think that's going to happen, huh? I, I don't know if I think it's going to happen. Oh, okay. I just hope it happens. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want an explanation for how things are going to get fixed, because... I think the biggest mistake they can make is ignoring things. Because pretending Jared Leto never happened, I'm cool with pretending it never happened, but like if we're on screen and you have another Joker pop up, which I don't see how you can do a bunch of Batman movies without at least a tease of a Joker. Right. Because that's literally the antithesis of Batman. Like, you have Batman and you have the Joker. Like, there aren't many other supervillains that that perfectly reflect the hero. Mm -hmm. Like, Superman and Lex Luthor, yes. But, like, other than that, who would you say is Iron Man's biggest foe? Mandarin. Yeah, but, like, how, like, well-known is that? And, like, oh, how man. how perfect yeah. of a pairing is that? Because you also yeah. have Whiplash, and you have his other villains. Right. And those uh, don't work out. Yeah. And, like, I would even consider almost Red Dynamo almost a bigger villain. Because, like... Growing up, I never really read Marvel Comics either, but mm -hmm. then you have, I will say Captain America has Red Skull, mm -hmm. Spider-Man has Green Goblin, but like, I feel like Ant-Man ran through theirs immediately with, what was his name, the Yellow Jacket? Yellow Jacket, and then what's your face? The Ghost. Ghost, and like, that was super anticlimactic. That movie, I, that's like one of their most forgettable movies, honestly. Yeah. Even while watching it, I was like, this is... I still <laughs> gotta say it was better than Captain Marvel. But, yeah, <laughs> um, but like, the, here's the sad part, while we're saying that, still more passable than Suicide Squad. Yeah, Suicide Squad, I, I just don't, I don't know, that was, like you said, during the time where they didn't know what the hell they were doing, mm -hmm. and this Birds of Prey movie is still connected to it, it still feels the same, mm -hmm. but here, I don't know if you saw this picture of Margot Robbie on set in the new Suicide Squad with James Gunn, she has red and black hair. Oh! Is, is, so is that hair, or is that like... I uh, think that's hair. I think she has it like in a butt or something. If so, dude, dope. I would be so happy. 
mean, you can't get rid of the tattoos because that's, no. that's just gonna be there. But I mean, like the look though, laser, she, laser them off. Yeah, storyline. <laughs> she looks like better. No, that does look much better, honestly. Yeah. And like, I honestly didn't even know they had her in the movie because obviously they have to find a way to get her back because. Yeah. Did you not see that uh, picture with all the casting on it? Uh the last picture I saw from the Suicide Squad is the one with. Uh, Pete Davidson, uh, and then you like had Polka Dot Man. Super, like, bright costumes yeah. and stuff. They had that one alien chick. Uh, I'm trying to think, but... Th there's one. a bunch of uh, ways that they could fix stuff, but they I feel like they just rushed everything so much with that Suicide Squad movie. Like, we've already talked about this with the way that, like, Kathleen Kennedy did Star Wars... They need to they have, ruin that whole trilogy. Yes. They need to have someone in place like a Kevin Feige. Yeah. To run a Star Wars, which, like, I talked with you, should be uh, Dave uh, Favreau. Or John Favreau. John Favreau, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> um, and in DC, honestly, like, I know James Gunn is going back to Marvel. I think he would be a good pick just because he's very good at storytelling. But other than that, I would say, at this point, you have Matt Reeves, and yep. uh, you have, uh, what's the name of the director for Wonder Woman? Uh, Patty, Jen Patty Jenkins. Okay, take her, take Matt Reeves. James Wan. James Wan. Take the three of them. They can be like your DC Trinity, like how you have. Yeah. And, and they can restructure everything. Because they had that regime change in, at Warner Brothers, at the... As far as them running DC, mm -hmm. they and ever since then they were doing pretty good. And even if they don't use those three, mm -hmm. you have the perfect person that you've already taken from the comic book side over to the movie side. Does it Jeff Johns? Yes. Just give him more control. Don't doesn't I think I think uh, Jim Lee doesn't he have some, something to do with the movies now too? I would not be surprised. I mean, he has had such a the two of them have had such huge careers at DC. Yeah. That their names go outside of the comics. That's the picture you posted with the casting. Okay, so you got David Dusmalchen, yeah, who plays uh, Polka Dot Man. Uh. I'm excited about John Cena. I can't remember who he's playing. Uh, Wasn't that some shark dude? No, not, said? not him. I can't remember. There's a, a dude who's pretty freaking big. Um, if I see him, I'll point... Michael Rooker's in here? Yeah. Name's got Brian. <laughs> okay. I mean, it makes me happy because you don't have Yondu anymore. Yeah. Um... I was happy with Jai Courtney as uh, Captain Boomerang. He was actually, like, because normally he's not good in movies, but he no. was good in that. <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I think the first movie I actually saw him in, that I remember at least, was that Die Hard movie. That one, and also Terminator Genesis. With Amelia Clark. Oh, I honestly still haven't watched that. Oh, no? Don't. No, yeah, no I've, I've honestly tried to distance myself from Terminator stuff. It don't do it. Hasn't gone very well. Mm. I'll be honest, I don't remember who Joaquin uh, Casio is. Don't know who he is. Uh, Nathan Fillion, I'm excited yep. for. I wouldn't be surprised if they made him into King Shark. But I also don't know who else they would have in mind. Because he was in the picture of, with all those guys, right? I think so. I think I'd have to look at it again. And like we were talking about, we're assuming that they're going to die right away, right? In the yeah. Opening. That, that, that'll be like your... Uh, the X-Force? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you might have one or two survivors, if that. Mm -hmm. But I think that's like the perfect way to set up restarting a team. Yeah. Um, the other one that gets me excited on here, but I'm still confused about, is Idris Elba. Yeah, because didn't they confirm he's not playing the I, shot? I'm actually not sure. Okay. Because they, they've kept it pretty quiet because I know that uh, 
Will Smith couldn't come back because of uh, timing mm-hmm. issues, like uh, filming co- uh, conflicts. Yeah. But they bring in another guy, roughly the same build, maybe a little bit bulkier. I'd say a little bigger, yeah. Um, that you could literally put right back in that role, and most people wouldn't really bat too much of an eye. I wouldn't care. <laughs> yeah. I mean, his acting in that movie kind of threw me off, too. Will Smith? Yeah, like... And he didn't wear the mask. That and... Yeah. Any person who is going to have a fit about how much screen time their face gets, I don't want him in a position where they have to wear a mask. Jamie Foxx would have worn the mask. Yes, he would have. Spawn. Please. Still waiting. Still waiting. Um, Peter Capaldi, he's a little older, isn't he? I think so. Okay. Um... Margot Robbie, I was here just talking about her. Yeah. Viola Davis is coming back yeah. as uh, Amanda Waller. Don't know who Jennifer Holland is. Julio Ruiz. Daniela Melcher. I don't know. Uh, Tanashi Kajisi. Is that... I'm um, not too sure who that is. That could, couldn't be Katana, right? Mm, no, I don't think so. I think a lot of these names are like newer. Okay. And then you got Steve A.G. I think he's the one who's playing King Shark, King Shark. If, I'm, if I'm right. We'll okay. have to look a picture up of him to make sure he's about right size. Alice Braga. Taika. I'm excited for Taika. Yeah, oh yeah, I forget he's in that. He's in everything right now, yeah. and it's throwing me off. Because um, he did that thing he did recently with uh, Ryan Reynolds where they joked about meeting each other for the first time, mm-hmm. which made me happy to completely like distance themselves from Green Lantern. Yeah. Um, and then Jojo Rabbit, which nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, we'll talk about that a little later. Yeah. Didn't he win an Oscar for yeah. something for that? Um, I can't remember exactly what reward it was. Um, Sean Gunn, because you can't have a James Gunn movie without no, his brother. Because brother, yeah. <laughs> uh, he was the stand-in for uh, Rocket. Okay. So he, he would do all the acting as Rocket, and they would digitally uh, pose over him. Okay. So he, And a lot of like the improvised lines, they so had to have Bradley Cooper go back over. And, so was his other brother... The one who plays one of the uh, Ravagers? No, it's the same brother. The same dude? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's still Sean Gunn. Okay. Um, then you got Juan Diego Botto. Juan Diego. Yeah, I don't know that is. Not sure. Uh, Storm Reed. Pete Davidson. Flula Borg. Uh, that, like, German dude. Like, you would recognize him if you saw his face. Okay. Like, I think he's in Pitch Perfect. Never seen it. No? Okay. Uh, Mei Ling... Mm? Joel Kinnaman? <laughs> Joel, Joel Kinnaman. Yeah, he played, um, what's his face? The leader of the, in the last one. The one with the stupid ass lines. Oh, yeah, Rick Flag. Yeah, Rick Flag. This I, is Katana. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I don't know why I confused him with the. <sighs> that one dude that just got recently cast as, uh. Johnny Cage in the animated movie. Yeah. I don't know why I confused their names, because he's Joel something too, right? Yeah. Um, I advise not being killed by her. Yeah. Star traps the souls of its victims. Oh, Lord. So, I, I, I can't remember who John Cena's going to play. I think he's kind of like a military dude. But Probably. either way, I'm excited. Um, this is a good cast. Yes. His acting has actually been kind of surprising to me lately. He's, he was uh, really good in um, Blockers. Yeah, he was fantastic in yeah. Blockers. <laughs> the butt chug. Yeah. Um... But I, I'm excited to see what he can do, and honestly, if there's any reason to get me into a movie theater to see Fast and the Furious, it's because of him. Yes. Other than that, I... And I still probably won't see it, though. 
I'll wait till it's on video on demand. I'm just like, why? Like, all of a sudden, in the ninth movie, he has a brother? Especially when it's a character who, for the last family. eight movies... Family, family... And Coronas. Yeah, <laughs> family and Coronas. <laughs> family, Coronas, and fast cars. And um, he loses his life a quarter mile all the time. <laughs> oh, my lord. Man, there's... There's so many things wrong with that, but like like I said, if there's anything that gets me to watch a movie, it'll be him. I'm just so pissed they didn't stop at after seven when Paul Walker died. That was a perfect ending. Yeah, like when they drive off in separate roads, should have left it there. The only thing that was left undone at that point was Han's death, and now that's undone. I'm like why? How? What the fuck? So <clears throat> they're just running out of ideas. They gotta keep bringing shit back. Oh yeah, dude. They're they're yeah. gonna find. They're gonna get so lazy at one point. They're just gonna have one of Paul Walker's brothers come in, and CGI over the whole. Fucking movie. Probably. And they're gonna end up in space at some point. <laughs> I mean, I wanna laugh because it sounds so dumb, but it's so dumb that they might do it. In this fucking trailer, they got a fucking the car swinging from a helicopter from a rope or some shit. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that ties around the tire. Yeah. Liquid. Perfectly. Yeah. Just... Okay. <laughs> <sighs> Dear baby Jesus. Um, Start off as an innocent street racing movie. <laughs> and the first one was fantastic. Even the second one was great. I, that's one of my favorite movies. I can quote that bitch all day. <laughs> the third one was Tokyo, Tokyo Drift. Drift. Uh, it was alright. It was, it, was, it was good, but at least it was like... Yeah. It wasn't fantastical. Yeah. It felt like the most gritty and realistic version. Yeah. It's, it. it was focused on racing. Mm -hmm. The like, second one shit. I don't like the second one. Do you really like nah, that was shit. I like that it. was when like they didn't know if it was gonna be a fucking franchise anymore. They're like Vin Diesel's not there. Only person that came back was Paul Walker. And I, it looked like almost looks like a straight to video movie. I might be looking at it with rose tinted glasses, but uh -huh. I I like that movie because like growing up like it's one of those things I'd grow up and like I remember waking up and watching it on the couch with my dad on like a Saturday oh, okay. morning right after Power Rangers. Yeah. <clears throat> so this is the first one I watched a lot of times as a kid. The first one. Yeah. And then Tokyo Drift. I mean. A, I loved all the cars in the second one. Because you have a lot more cars. They look like the cars and those arcade video games. They, That's what they look they like. They look like Hot Wheels. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm definitely not looking forward to any more of those, but... I don't... I, yeah, so, like, what, what we were talking about before that got us on this is John Cena in that movie. It gets me excited. Anything he's in lately... I remember when he first started acting, like, the Marine was good, and then there was a good, like, six-year period where everything he did was, like, duds. I used to watch the Marine religiously when it came out. Because that was when I was really into wrestling, like, fifth grade. Oh, yeah. I saw that movie theaters the opening night. I bought it and watched it numerous times after that. I'm still way into wrestling. Yeah. So, I'm still committed. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, like, he, he did that movie 12 rounds, and that was, yeah. he had some good acting, but... You could definitely tell that it was towards the beginning of his career if you compare it to now. Yeah, and now recently, I think the past two or three years, he's been starting to come into his own. Especially with Blocker. That's the one that a lot of people like. Well, it, I remember watching an interview with uh, the director. Um, he directs all the Seth Rogen movies. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on his name. Um, Judd Apatow? Yeah, Judd Apatow. He was doing an interview and he's like, it's not fair, dude, because he looks fantastic, he's in great shape, he's got like those like jockey good looks, and he's like, and he's perfect with comedic timing. Like, you cannot yep. teach it and it pisses me off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that, that is... Some people just have it, I guess. Yeah. Like, that super like charismatic thing that like The Rock does, where like, they yeah. just exude confidence, but at the same time, 
he can play an idiot super well. Because at the same time, if you think about it, like they were all acting technically when they were wrestling. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. it's years of practice. Yeah, where you get a, and at that a lot of that is like improvising lines mm -hmm. too. So you have to figure out what works and what doesn't. Yeah, and you, it's an immediate gratification thing. Yeah. Where like if it works, you'll find out. If yeah. it doesn't work, you'll find out. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. John Cena. He, he's my. Favorite. I don't know if you ever bought his album back then. The, I had I it. I don't think I did. Oh, yeah, I had it. I remember buying all the CDs growing up of, like, the WWF. Yeah. They would put all, like, the theme songs. And I remember mm -hmm. Rock would have, like, a bunch of skits on them mm -hmm. where he's going in to buy pie. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, dude, I, I, I was way into that, yeah, like, when I was too. a kid. Me too. I'm still way into it, but not as much as I was back yeah. then. Oh, yeah, I had the belts. I had everything. Oh, yeah. I still have a, one of the belts sitting in my garage. <laughs> I wish I still had my John Cena World Championship belt. I wish I the, the spinner belt? Yeah, the spinner belt. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's gone. It's long gone. Oh, yeah. I think that left, like, 2013 when The Rock came back. Yep. Um, so what else do we got? So, uh, hopefully the Sonic... I, I know we went way off of that, but yeah. hopefully Sonic continues to do well. Yeah. Um, and then leading off from that... Indiana Jones will be starting filming, like, I think this week. Okay. Well, is this the fifth one? This is the fifth one. Let me let go of some, uh, let me do I know a lot of, thing. A lot of people, yeah. I know a lot of people just want it to die already. I do. I wouldn't be mad about it, because the first three were perfect. This summer. It's going to start filming. So this summer? Um, this is from the Hollywood Report. Okay. Harrison um, Ford said that, I guess. Okay. I feel obligated... Oh my god. <laughs> I feel obligated to make sure our ambitions are as ambitious as they were when we started. Yeah, that's what he said about it. So. Huh. A. I think they should have done a little bit more vetting before they picked Shia LaBeouf. I love yeah. him as an actor. He's fantastic. The, the, again, about the CGI. The CGI in that movie was trash. Oh. Awful. Yeah, when he's swinging across the trees with the monkeys and shit. And but my my biggest thing is like if you're getting someone who's going to replace Indiana Jones, mm -hmm. find someone who has respect for the source material. If you get someone who comes in and then immediately after the movie's done filming, disrespect everything about it, saying like, oh yeah, no, it's like it's pretty dumb and stuff like that. He wasn't in the right headspace for that at that no. time. No, he was not. He was in his. Was he the beginning like, of his. Downfall, yeah. yeah. It was right after Transformers, yeah. and he had tr move, uh, problems leaving Transformers, too, so to the point where he stepped away where he could have kept going. He yeah. could have kept, because everybody knows Michael Bay will squeeze it until after it's dry. So, yeah, until <laughs> it no longer makes any money. Yeah, and even at that, it'll still probably get another yeah. two movies out. So, yeah. like, kudos for him on trying to do kind of like the direction that Robert Pattinson has gone, like, artsy-wise. I think he just yeah. went the wrong way about it. Yeah, and he had personal issues too in between them. And I think now he like came out the other side like better for it. Yeah. Well, like even I know we're gonna get on this in a minute, but like him at the Oscars, he was trying to be very patient, trying to help the uh, Down syndrome guy. Mm -hmm. You uh, can so tell like, he was trying to be patient. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's like trying to like feed them lines and stuff, yeah. and like, but but he's a good guy for that. But. Yeah. Like he he seems like he's definitely taken a different road because he doesn't he doesn't seem like. Six years ago, he would have had that patience. No, and if there's an interview he did with MTV. I think it was. I think it was from this last summer. Yeah, he talks about kind of stuff he went through and stuff. That's a pretty good interview. You should watch. Well, I remember watching a lot of his like late night stuff when he'd go on mm -hmm. talking about like going to like cabarets and stuff and like yeah. getting kicked out. Yeah. And, 
You went through some shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially when you, like, I haven't watched Honey Boy, but, like, knowing what I know about that movie, he had a pretty, like, for a wealthy dude, he had a pretty kind of messed up childhood. Like, yeah, learning but... everything from his dad and how he was pressured into doing everything. It's... Yeah, his dad was, like, alcoholic. He was a rodeo clown. Yeah. Didn't come from money or anything either. His dad kind of, like... I wouldn't say, like, forced him to act, but kind of in a way, I guess he did. I think it was, like, a less dramatic version of what kind of happened to, like, Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Because, like, Macaulay Culkin didn't come out on the right side for a while. For a while, yeah, a long time. Like People almost, thought he was going to die. He looked like he was going to yeah, die. Yeah, he was skin and bones. Now yeah. he actually looks like a functioning member of society. He does, yeah. Um, and, like... Happy for that dude because after him and Mila Kunis broke up, he seemed like he got his life together. Um, but he he seemed like what happened with his parents affected him a lot more than what happened with uh, Shia LaBeouf and his dad. To where it sounds like Shia LaBeouf and his dad still talk with each other and everything. Where yeah, he Macaulay Culkin won't ever talk to his dad again. He said, <laughs> and he has what like seven siblings. Yeah, seven, and one of them is a. I guess starting to become a bigger actor. Well, you Rory have, Culkin. You have another one of them, too, because you have Rory Culkin, and then you have the There's one who was in that TV show. On HBO, right? Uh, on Hulu. Castle Rock. Okay, I think... He was it, only, like, one episode, but... I think that's still Rory Culkin. Is it? I think. Yeah. And then, was he the one in that movie, uh, Lord of Chaos? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna look up the Culkins. <laughs> um, Kieran Culkin is the other one. I think he's the one that's in the HBO show. Oh. Okay. I think, let me see. I can and, tell you about the picture. And I know that they, all it of those, is, yeah. okay. I know all those kids at one point were pretty much forced into acting. And then, this could be false, but I was pretty sure at one point Haley Joel Osment is like cousins with him. With the Culkins? Uh-huh. I remember being told that when I watched uh, Pay It Forward in school. I saw that movie at school like so many times. Right. I think it was, um, you were there, you were at Prairie View in 7th grade, right? I think that's when I watched it. <laughs> Where we all went to the auditorium, and we watched it in the auditorium? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it was, it's a good movie, and it's a great concept, and it, I think it did good for society for a while. Yeah. But it definitely didn't stick around the way it should have. <laughs> no. Um, I am happy with his comeback that he's been doing, in small doses. Mostly Kevin Smith movies, <laughs> but... And he's just weird because he, like, gained some pounds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he's, like, confident with it. He's comfortable. Yeah. I loved him in Tusk. He was good in Tusk. He... <laughs> the small role he had in uh, Yoga Hosers was pretty good. See, I never saw Yoga Hosers. No. Nah. Like, don't get me wrong. It's not Kevin Smith's best movie. But you can tell he was passionate about it. Mm -hmm. And so, like, it's definitely worth a watch, if for nothing else, for a couple of giggles. And to see a lot of, like, the returning characters and the nods to Tusk. Okay. Um, Justin Long's in it again, in a different role, but they even reference the events from Tusk and everything. And okay. you have Johnny Depp's back in it as Gila Point. Is that detective? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Did you ever see Cop Out? Dude, it's been years since I've watched yeah, it. Yeah, I watched it a lot. I have time. watched it, but I, I want to watch it again to see what is so bad about it. Is this, yes. Apparently he was a douche to work, but yes. Yeah. I, I, I've... Did he direct Die Hard? Live Free or Die Hard? Yeah, um, I know he was no, in it. he was in it, though. Oh, okay. He, he didn't direct it. He yeah, was, was say, he, he was, was the it. warlock. Yep, the and warlock. That, and that was his mom. Was that his actual mom? Uh, I don't think so. His actual mom is in uh, Clerks. 
she? she she's uh, shopping in the store because I remember listening to a podcast with him, and he's making his daughter watch it for the first time. And she's like, dude, Grandma was in there! <laughs> um, and it, it's just kind of crazy, especially because he has stuck around all the people that he worked with uh-huh. from the beginning. like yep. Kind of like how Quentin Sarantino does. Yes, where you keep... I don't really know about Harvey Keitel, but you have... Uh, Who's the guy that plays uh, Mr. Orange in the... He has, like, an accent. Timothy... Ro- or Tim Roth. Tim Roth, yeah. Uh, he's kept him around, which I, yep. w- I cannot wait to watch the uh, deleted scenes from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because he yeah. was taken out of the movie. Him and James Marsden was in there, too. James Marsden? Yeah, really? it looks like his scenes on, too. I'd be, I'd be mad. Oh, yeah. Like, like, really? You put... <laughs> but, I mean, you're, he's, they're still getting paid for what they filmed and everything. Right. And at that... Yeah, director's cut will come out one day that is gonna show all of that. Yeah. It's just movies. It was already almost three hours long. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to yeah. get a studio. Are those deleted scenes on the Blu ray? See, I bought it. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I, I do have to check. Yeah. Um, and I will. I'll, I'll, I'll probably check that before the next podcast just to okay. clear that up. But seeing directors be able to take casts like that and move him from movie to movie because you get uh then you start getting him with uh that uh that german dude uh plays the uh, doctor whatever his name is oh, christoph Django. waltz yes everything that they do together i love um because he's in hateful eight as well isn't he uh he was not in hateful eight no no he was in uh inglorious bastards and Django unchained okay yeah seeing those two and there and then samuel l jackson and of course yeah all of Mm. Pretty much almost every I really want him to bring back John Travolta to revitalize his career again. I would be happy. Like, because he needs help. And I know it's too late now because of aging and years, but I was really hoping for a double Vega movie. That would have been cool. And, like, that's the only thing that scares me about. We reported a couple weeks ago about the uh, TV show that might get made about Bounty Law. Yeah. Stuff like that has made it to where I have no faith in him confirming sequels. No. Because it's been talking about Kill Bill 3 for like 10 years. It's not going to happen. No. <laughs> well, and he keeps talking about it, too, yeah. which is killing me. And then you have the Double Vega movie, uh, and now you have this. And I, th- I could have sworn there was one more where like people were super hype, and it was like a, se- a sequel to one of his movies, hmm. basically. And it just... It, it, it Never materialized. Yeah. yeah. So... Hopefully one day something like that comes to light, but like you can't use uh, was it Michael Madsen? Yeah, Michael Madsen and and uh, John Travolta in those roles anymore because they're like they're literally twenty to almost thirty years older than they were when they yeah. first filmed those. Yeah. So yeah, that could only work like late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, but before John Travolta gained like fifty pounds and wears horrible like hair pieces in every movie. <laughs> What was that movie? Gotti or uh, Gotti? Yeah, yeah, that was bad. I don't know if you saw the uh, the fanatic, the Fred Durst movie that came out last year. <laughs> I I've heard that about movie it three times. Is it? It's horrible. Good? Okay. <laughs> he even John Travolta even tried to push it for an Oscar, like push, you know, for your consideration shit. I'm like, really? No. Because he plays some dude. He has like autism. He has autism and he ends up killing this famous actor that he stalks. That's what the movie's about. I think everybody should have, like, told John Travolta when he was a kid, like, don't do drugs, because... Yeah. It, that and the Scientology shit, dude. That like, Wasn't there a rumor that he was gay for a while, too? 
It seems like everybody that there was a big rumor about that went to Scientology to clear their name. Tom Cruise, John Travolta. There's like, a rumor about him being Oh, yeah. I don't remember There's that. even... A, you, you ever listen to uh, Bowling for Soup? Yeah. So you ever heard that song, High School Never Ends? Probably. So, like, there's even a reference to that, because, like, everybody thought he was gay, and then he uh, got with uh, Katie Holmes. Mm. And there's a reference in that song, High School Never Ends, where he says, well, and Katie had a baby, so I guess Tom's straight. Oh, wow. Like, everybody used to think he was gay just because of, like, how well he took care of himself and, like, all of that. Yeah. So, and the dude wears thongs while making the uh, Mission Impossible movies, because it lets him run faster. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is, but I don't know. Man, I'll try it sometime and confirm if it doesn't hunt. When we play that football game, I'll be wearing it on the stage. Oh no, please God. <laughs> um, oh my Lord. Uh, but that, that Scientology stuff, it uh, yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's wild. But uh, yeah, Josh. They even trapped Forrest Whitaker at one point when they did that. Uh, that he did that movie with. Uh, John Travolta. Oh, uh, Planet Earth. After Earth? Not After not Earth. Earth. Um, fuck, I gotta look it up. It's like Planet... Uh, I can't remember exactly. As soon as I see the name, I'm gonna feel like an idiot. Battlefield Earth. I, I saw this in theaters when it came out. I still I haven't watched it. <laughs> see, I was five. Four. I was four. But for the most part, pretty much everybody attached to that movie was, Oh my god! <laughs> Can you go and see what the uh, audience score is? 3% on Rotten Tomatoes. 12%. Ah. I gotta read some of the reviews. I wonder how much it grossed. <laughs> the plot is like a talentless adolescence attempt to rewrite Spartacus' science fiction. <laughs> oh my lord. If you're looking for something to hate and despise, get, get to this movie. <laughs> wow. Oh. Appalling. There are many things to make fun of here. Just all around bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I, well, look at it. Can you do me a favor and s look for one of the like good reviews? <laughs> because I didn't see. There has movie? to be if it's three percent. Oh yeah. So it's like fresh. There's four. Oh no. Um. Overall, I liked the movie. Oh fuck! I don't oh, read no, your whole, whole thing. I thought it was a good mindless sci-fi flick with a lot of effects and action. Uh, next one. It's been a while since we've seen dumb entertainment. This pr unpretentious, so why worry that it doesn't make a lick of sense? <laughs> Even the good reviews are insulting. Is it worth seeing once? Sure. <laughs> Despite starting off like a bad Star Trek episode, this film eventually graduates to a higher level. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, Seven like, out of ten. That, I think that, in my opinion, I think that means it literally in, got one good review. Yeah. Because the other three, while they were Bad compliments. Yes, they were... Oh, dude, that's so bad. That's what it is. But yeah, yeah, like I said, I, if because that's what happened back then when, when he was in Pulp Fiction. Because before that, he was doing shit. Mm -hmm. And then John Travolta kind of revitalized his career for a little bit, and then now it's gone down. So I want him to come back and do it again. I'd be happy. I just... I hate... Like, I love Joaquin Phoenix. And so... Oh, him and a Quentin Dude, yes. <laughs> I didn't even think about yeah. that. So what I was going to say is, we'll move on to our next subject, which is the Oscars. Yes. But... I will point this out, and I, I know where I'm jumping way ahead in the line of things, but he won Best Actor. Yeah. What I was going to say, attaching that to that, I like, I, I'm cool with everybody having a cause. I'm tired of it being shoved down my throat. So you thought it was too much? 
the speech. It was almost too much. Okay. Yeah. It, it, there was a section of it that was too much, and then he reeled it back. Okay. When he's talking about like taking a baby calf from her mother and stuff like that, I was like, oh, we're really going. Oh yeah, path. the vegan stuff. I was yeah. like, please no. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm cool with sending a message and being like, cool, like let's be better people, all this, but like there's a line that I don't think needs to be crossed as often as it is. Like, yes, we should all love each other. We should get rid of racism. We should get rid of prejudice. We should get rid of all of that. Why don't we fix those problems before we worry about trying to make everybody vegan or find different routes? If you can find a way to where I can get something that tastes just as good and all that and you're not missing all the nutrients and stuff like that. Like, that's the one thing that I press against is veganism because... Eat the impossible. It, dude, I, 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 <laughs> I don't even know if I want to try that because I, I had a friend recently cook something that she, like, always cooks for me, but she tricked me and cooked with vegan meat. I hated it. Like, she didn't tell me what was in it, and I hated it. You like, can tell right away. Yes. It was awful. <laughs> so, fix it. We'll talk. <laughs> yeah. But I understand that. I just, I, I want people to, uh, we should fix the problems we have before we create a new one. Yeah. I understand that we have problems with farming and stuff like that, but it needs to, we need to be able to worry about stop killing fellow men mm -hmm. and women before we start worrying about that. Yeah. And like, he barely talked about the movie itself when he won. Like, you could tell he was ready to be done with the press tour. Yeah. And that it all accumulated to that and he got... I always knew he was going to win too. Even when oh. people said he wasn't, I knew. I mean, I would have loved to see Leo win another one. But him or Adam Driver. I think Adam Driver I would have honestly rather see win one than Leo again. Mm -hmm. He was fantastic in Marriage Story. That one scene the, where he, the fight scene. I told you that movie made me feel dirty. Yeah. Like that scene made me feel dirty. Yeah, I was talking about I wish... Oh, every morning I wake up and I wish like, oh it's like if I knew that our son would be okay I would wish he would die yeah, yeah. A terrible have an illness hit by a car like holy hell yeah but and then he, when the way he cries the delivery yes. yes the delivery was perfect that was like the most realistic crying I've ever seen in a movie I, I think I gotta agree yeah. I've never seen anything that like it made me cringe how real it felt like mm -hmm. it was insane yep I loved Joaquin Phoenix's performance. I'm like, that's why I'm like, yes, he definitely deserved it. But if there's anybody else who would have deserved it, I think Adam Driver would yeah. be a good second. Mm -hmm. And then followed by a third with yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm -hmm. um, we'll say that uh, never saw whatever movie Renee's, Renee Zellweger won Judy, the Best Actress for. Yeah, she played Julie Garland in the movie. I don't think anybody really saw it. Just, I don't know. She looks horrible, too. Yeah, dude. Like, she can't even move her face. I mean, her face has always looked like that to me. I mean, I mean but she like, looks like she's, like, put, like, 80 pounds of uh, Botox in her face. Yeah. Um, She's skinnier than I remember, too. Yeah. Like, almost sickly. Yeah. <clears throat> um... I got really tired of listening to her speech. I can't even remember what it was she about. She's horrible at giving speeches. Oh, yeah. Like it was, she was trying to like have a message too, but it went nowhere. It was like very rambly. Yeah, everyone was just like, just stop. And she would like lose track of where she was. Yeah. The same way we do. Yeah. And but in a way, way worse. Yeah. Like I feel like I could almost go on stage and give a better speech. Yeah. She tried to have some about 
grace and all this other shit too, and equality, and it just didn't work. She's much better when she's handed a script. <laughs> yeah. She can't write her own. No. Um, that, and then pretty much everyone try to have some sort of fucking message. Yes. And Natalie Portman out on the red carpet, she had a jacket custom made with all the names of the female directors who weren't nominated. She's been pushing for that for a long time. Last year, she talked shit about all the male directors. No, yeah, last year, I think. I will say that they deserve a more fair shake, but at the same time, you need to get studios behind that to try to yeah. push those directors. Yeah, it starts there. It's not the Oscars. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think the Oscars are very biased, but it's a lot of it. It's the way you promote a movie. Yeah. Because Parasite, like, how many awards? Three or four? Four. Four awards. Still never watched it. It's not even in English. Oh. Which is cool. subtitles, but... Yeah. First South Korean movie to win, like, that's awesome. First foreign movie, First foreign movie to, movie to win, win the best Oscar. Oscar. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that dude looked worn out at the end of the show. Yeah. He did not want to talk. Yeah. He was, like, he seemed like he was beside himself, like, yeah. graciously. Yeah. He just kept talking about, I think I need to go get a drink. Yeah, and they, they even South Korea now, they're, they're thinking about making a statue of <laughs> uh, South Korea. It's better than Kim Jong-un. Yeah. Um... So I, I was definitely surprised with that. I was definitely pulling for Once Upon a Time to get it, and I know you were kind of more leaning towards Joker for it. Yeah, but I knew that wasn't gonna win. Uh, but I still like. Any of those movies felt like good picks, though. Yeah. Um. Was really happy. Uh, Joker got uh, two Oscars. Yeah. Uh, one for best score. Mm-hmm. Which I knew that was going to. Yeah. Um. An actor. Yeah. And you guessed cinematography, 1971. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, you can't really argue with, especially yeah. with the way it was shot. Yeah. Um, and I was super happy about Best Supporting Actor. Yep. Yeah. Uh, good old Bradley Pitt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ad Astra, I still haven't seen from last year, but everything he does, I, I've always enjoyed. Mm -hmm. Going back to Fight Club and before. Yep. Because I think his first real movie that I remember was, like, Thelma and Louise. Thelma and Louise. I think that was his first movie. And then True Romance, he had a small part in. Uh, Twelve Monkeys. Interview with a Vampire. Interview with a Vampire. Um, did everything, like, Mr. and Mrs. Smith I loved as a kid. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, Benjamin Button I enjoyed. Like, everything, he, <laughs> everything <laughs> he's ever done. I, I don't really know if there's too many I can point out that I don't like. Yeah. Um, it seemed for a while like he was going a little bit too action-y, but he kind of reeled that back. Mm -hmm. And him playing Cliff Booth in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood definitely deserved it. And I definitely, I liked his speech, because it wasn't too pandery, and he was trying to more than anything give props to Tarantino. Yeah. So, so I'm like, I, I just, I get kind of tired of the, uh, messages or whatever. Yes. Like, I get it. I... Don't remember what Laura Dern's speech was, but I don't, I don't think, think it was, was like that. I think it was more about thanking. I, I actually I do remember what it was. It was about thanking the movie for uh, letting her get closer to her stepkids mm -hmm. because it kind of made her do research into the way like kids going through divorce have to deal with things. Yeah, and that's something personal. Yeah, like no one else. The only thing Joaquin really had personal was probably the veganism thing, yeah. and then he had that quote from River Phoenix. That oh, I love that touch on his yeah. speech. Yeah, because you can tell he was holding back tears. Yeah. You know, that was that was that part gave me chills. Yeah, um, but yes, Laura Dern won Best Supporting Actress mm -hmm. for Marriage Story. I was I happy it took something home. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, That's the one, one of the ones I got right. Do you remember what Jojo Rabbit took home an Oscar for? Uh, best Adapted Screenplay. Yes, because it was based off of a book. Yeah. That his mom gave him, and he was he went up and thanked his mom. And it's like surprising that he pulled that movie off. Like yeah. Not a lot of people, not everyone could pull that off. Especially with him playing Hitler. Yeah. Like, wow. Yep. Just, in general, wow. Have you seen it? No. I haven't seen it either. I want to see it. I really want to. I think I might buy it, and then I might invite you over, and we'll just... Cool. Sit with it. Um, but A took some balls to put that on any screen, mm -hmm. and uh, just the fact that it was accepted, especially in today's climate of yeah. hurt feelings. Mm -hmm. I'm amazed that it got made. Yeah. Let alone, let alone the fact that Disney released it. Yeah. Because they bought Fox. Mm -hmm. So. Kudos. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Wow. Um, I'm trying to think of who else won anything. Because um, we went over composer, we went over. Yeah, it was, it was mainly Parasite. 1917 won a couple. Joker won a couple. Best original screenplay was that Parasite as well. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, I'll pull up the wins right now. So best picture: Parasite, Joaquin, Renee. Pong Jun Ho won Best Director. Uh, best original screenplay was Parasite. I loved his quote. He's like, "I'm gonna go home and drink until the morning." <laughs> yeah, until the next morning. <laughs> best original song was Al John. For oh, for uh, Rocket Man. Yeah, Lauren Dern, actress. Toy Story Four, best animated movie, which I figured that was gonna win. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that Deacon's cinematography. Yeah, that one uh, was it an animated short called Hair or something. Yeah, that one, Hair Love. Hair love, um, about like uh, African American female. Yeah, uh, growing up and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's just pretty much it. Okay, all the big ones. Yeah, we we pretty much touched base on most yeah. of it, but fantastic. Like I think most for the most part, who deserved to win won. The only thing I I, I didn't watch Renee Zellweger's movie, but still feel like it probably should have gone to someone else. Personally. I was hoping it was gonna be Scarlet. For marriage story, yeah. I was hoping either her or uh, uh, Charlize Theron. Oh, for Bombshell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, didn't watch that one either, but she seemed like she did a lot more for that movie than she needed to. She produced it too. Didn't Didn't she play like Megan Kelly? Or yeah, something? she played Megan Kelly. Yeah. So you look like her and talk she, like her. She is amazing when it comes to transforming. Yeah. If you go back and watch Monster. Oh yeah. Oh my lord. <laughs> I think she's like the only like. Model turned actress that was like legitimately good. Oh yeah, good. She's not worried about sacrificing her looks. No. Like yeah. monster, she looks. She looks like Eileen Warren. Yeah, so she is terrifying. Because Gal Gadot is good, but not like Charlize Theron. Yeah. Like and she's I, actual thespian. Yeah, I don't think she would sacrifice the way she looks on screen for a role. Uh, yeah, like, I don't think there are a whole lot of females that would. Truthfully, no. not a lot of Christian Bales in the female world. Yes, there. Yeah, your Christian Bales. Tom Hanks. I think he got diabetes because of what he did in Philadelphia. I think so. Yeah. Was it Philadelphia? I think, I think it, it also had AIDS. something to do with uh, Castaway, too. Because like yeah, doing, that, too, yeah. doing that over and over again to your body is yeah. going to do Christian Bale is close. I'm sure he's close. Yeah. Machinist? That was the worst. Then straight to Batman. And then Vice? Vice. Where he was well into the 200s. Yeah. Probably almost three. And all he was pretty fat in the American Hustle, too. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That one, then he lost weight for the fighter. 
And then he lost a little bit of weight for Ford for Ferrari. Yeah, because he was almost like crackhead weight for uh, the fighter. Yeah. So he's just mm-hmm. fluctuates It's too much. Like, it's going to fluctuate. But, I mean, he knows how to do it. I mean, more yeah. power to him. But, like, yeah. holy hell. You cannot tell that man he's not the right shape for a role. No. <laughs> he will tell you. Fuck you to your face. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, other people who really do the same thing for a role. Because... Other than him, Joaquin Phoenix, obviously, for the Joker, he lost, like, Jared Leto did it once, probably, for that... That 27-hour or whatever. He did it once. Um, Oh, Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, yeah. He's He's a very heavy method actor. Yes. Jim Carrey is pretty method. Uh, If you look back at... uh, The Andy Kaufman movie. Yeah, Man on the Moon, or whatever it was. Or the Moon or something. Um, They even made a documentary off of how big of a dick he was on set. Yeah, I don't know if I can handle that. I'd be like... (sighs) You need to stop. <laughs> I, I, I watched that, and it was it was pretty intense. Like, yeah. And he seems like he goes pretty method for most things he does, so... I don't think he's a deuce to like, work with all the time, yeah. probably that one in particular. <laughs> I'm sure that one was awful, because he was literally three people. He was himself, was Andy Kaufman, and then uh, Tony... Uh, whatever uh, Andy Kaufman's like alter ego was. Yeah. And he played them all very well. Like, I actually can go back and watch that movie over and over and over. I've never seen it. No? Oh, dude, I actually really like that movie. Because, like, they go over his time that he spent in, uh... It wasn't WWF, but it was, like, it was wrestling. It, okay. back, he wrestled with uh, Jerry the King Waller. Nice. And stuff, and, like, his neck was broken. And they went on Letterman, and uh, Jerry Waller smacked him out of his chair. <laughs> like, rolled over. Like, it was insane. <laughs> Like to every, that's when everyone still thought wrestling was real because he was wrestling females, won the world uh, women's championship, stuff like that. <laughs> then it went into the feud with Jerry Lawler and all that, and mm-hmm. really intense. And especially like translated to a movie really well. Actually, was hospitalized. The same, <laughs> because he pissed off Jerry Lawler while they were filming and was sent to the hospital because. Uh, I think Jerry... I, I can't remember the exact story, but I think it was something along the lines of, like, Jerry Lawler lost his temper the same way he did with Andy Kaufman. Uh-huh. And, like, actually attacked him while they uh, were filming the movie. Oh, wow. So, and, like, it went all over the news during filming and everything. Like, they thought the movie wasn't going to be able to be finished. Yeah. It was crazy. It was a mess. Um, we finally got the script done for our first episode. Yeah. And... I can at least personally say I'm really happy with it. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Um, we still have yet to get everyone together to rehearse it, really, but the script is done. We, we, we did a quick read-through with uh, our boy Justice yeah. um, after the last podcast, and everything that's there turned out really well. Uh, the one thing I will say is I don't think I give enough props to this guy over here. He has dedicated so much freaking time to... The computer side, the audio side, getting everything worked around, uh, making sacrifices to go buy a new computer, and taking his time to pretty much write the script. He pretty much wrote it mostly on his own. I threw in a couple of ideas, and he figured out ways to word stuff and make it work. <coughs> so, legitimately, dude, like, you're my hero. <laughs> and thank you for everything. So, um... I don't know about how much time we've gone so far. It looks like we're about an hour and seven minutes. I yeah. think that's probably a good good dropping spot. Um, I guess that we'll just... Uh, next podcast, I think we'll 
hopefully be able to give you guys a window of when we'll be filming and maybe when we'll uh, be releasing our first video. Yeah, hopefully soon. Yeah, it's, it's definitely hard to get all of our uh, schedules to work together, especially with Nate living all the way in the Springs. Yeah, like between me and Justice, I think that's the easiest part, but Nate is the harder part. Yeah. We're going to have to figure out something. It's work schedules, it's drive time for him, it's, mm -hmm. it's difficult, and it, we can't all meet every week, but I do thank both of those guys for being able to meet as much as they have been as well. Um, yeah. This is definitely not a single-person show, and obviously we haven't really like gotten everything to take off right away, but... It's going as smooth as it has been because everybody's been willing to work together. Mm. So, I definitely appreciate you. I, de I appreciate all of them, and uh, I definitely look forward to future stuff. Oh yeah. Um, on that note, just please follow, subscribe, like, all that good stuff. Share it with everyone. Yes, and please, please, please start sending us emails, questions, so we have a little segment on here where we can uh, answer some questions, and then. Uh, just like, share, subscribe, and we'll see you guys next time. Anthony Stevens. Daniel Leva. Peace. Peace.